Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where Pesach is around the corner, and we've already stopped buying cereal. Yes, that's the first step in the direction of Pesach cleaning, Pesach prep. We don't open new boxes of cereal. We don't buy new boxes of cereal. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. It's not about getting rid of the flour. It's not getting rid of the pasta. It's not getting rid of all the bread I have in my freezer. And frankly, if you've been following Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram, you know I have a lot of bread in my freezer. It's not about that. For some reason or other, cereal is the tipping point. It is just the tipping point in my house. The decree comes out, no more new cereal. And that is how we start our Pesach prep. Good morning, folks. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, host of That's Life and the voice and face of Breaking Bread Oven on Instagram, the head of social responsibility at Cross River. You can find me here every Thursday right after Allison and right before the Thursday live lunch. Yes, I had a little bit of a hiatus. I hope everyone had a wonderful Purim. But we are back and better than ever. Let's do the national holidays. Why? Why am I just jumping into the national holidays? Well, frankly, because the first one I find annoying. It is National Chocolate-Covered Raisin Day. Folks, that's not something we celebrate. That's not something we celebrate. Don't cover raisins in chocolate and think that makes it okay. Eat raisins or eat chocolate. The next thing we're going to make a holiday out of is Thin Mints. Everybody buying their um, Girl, Scra- Girl Scout cookies? Girl Scout cookies, the majority of them are under the OU. They're under the OU. And they're great. They're absolutely fabulous to the point that one of my kids, who's in the middle of midterms, was, um, shall we say, deep in the heart of studying and had a massive hankering for some Thin Mints and for, for some Tagalongs. If you don't know what those are, you're not holding in, in uh, Girl Scout cookies, and you should be. Anyway, I happened to have been at the mall on Sunday with my husband, and we felt the need to satisfy that collegiate urge for cookies in the middle of midterms. Folks, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so my husband being, of course, the much better person than I am, walked around the mall, found the Girl Scout cookies, bought the Tagalogs and Thin Mints, and brought them home to the college students studying during midterms. Now, why am I telling you this? Because Thin Mints, while they are an unbelievably popular Girl Scout cookie, make absolutely no sense to me. It's literally like anything that is a chocolate-covered mint. It's like chocolate-covered Colgate. It doesn't make any sense. You don't put mint and chocolate together. You don't put raisins and chocolate together. No, you don't. Sit here and fight me. I don't really care. It doesn't make sense to me. So this one annoys me, and thank you for listening to my TED Talk. It's also International Day for the Right to the Truth Concerning Gross Human Rights Violations and for Dignity of Victims. Yeah, okay, so that is an important thing to recognize, and I'm sure Nike is a tremendous sponsor of this day. It's also World Tuberculosis Day. Not sure exactly what that's about, but it's World Tuberculosis Day. Is it a make sure to get vaccinated for TB? It's a remember? I don't know, but if this is a call for vaccinations, if you still haven't gotten your COVID vaccinations, I frankly have no idea what you're waiting for, but go get it done. I also want to mention, this is not on the national holidays, but this is on our community calendar, that the Five Towns community is having a clothing drive for Israel this Sunday, the 27th at SKA High School, 291 Meadowview Avenue in Hewlett. Pre-registration is required at www.israeldrive.org. And this is um, hosted by our friends at Yad Leah. We've had them on the air before. They are seeking every bit of clothing from infant through adult. They're also looking to collect linens, towels, tablecloths, handbags, and hair accessories. Isn't that interesting? So 
you can join them. It is, I, I'm pretty sure it's a drive through. I think that's the way it works. You go to SKA High School, you go down the long driveway, they come, they take the stuff out of your car. Easy as that. It starts at 9 a.m., it ends at 12.30. Again, that's at SKA. It's a clothing drive brought to you by our friends at Yad Lea. Again, I am a big, big fan of Yad Lea and anything we can do to support them and support our brethren in Israel, we certainly should do. Let's do the fortune cookie before we start our interview. Somebody I have not had the opportunity to interview in a while, which has been, frankly, a loss. But I'm going to make up for lost time. Here's the fortune cookie. Self-trust is the first secret to success. Well, that's true. This is a good fortune. Though I'm not exactly sure what the difference is, or it must be a fine line between self-trust and arrogance. But let's go with self-trust. Self-trust is the first secret to success. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And about a year ago, an unbelievable chesed project called It Takes Two was launched here at the Nachum Siegel Network. There were a bunch of initiatives that were that were inspired by and hosted by and driven by the president of this network and the host of JM and the AM Nachum Siegel. And It Takes Two was one of them. And we are on the heels of the second launch the second annual launch, yes, I'm saying that it's annual, I'm sure he's thrilled to hear that, the second annual launch of It Takes Two, and Nahum Siegel himself joins me this morning. Nahum, good morning. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it is your network. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for, number one, allowing me to continue my show. Yeah, that's a topic in and of itself, which we don't have to get into now. Not today, not today, not today. Didn't we'll, we address that, though, at the end of December? Not so much, but you haven't taken away my keys. No, you still have access here, just like any uh, great dedicated staff member and volunteer. And my email address still works. Your email address still works, which is important to all of us, so thank you for agreeing to, uh, sure. to still accept emails there. And it's also, honestly, I was saying this to somebody earlier today, um, especially in light of certain things that have happened recently, it is still... A, a great, uh, I don't want to say great thrill because, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't sound too businesslike, but uh, it's certainly a, a wonderful feeling to still have you as my manager uh, out there uh, that anybody who does want to speak, um, you know, about anything that I possibly could do for them anywhere in the world, you are the person they go through. That's a really comforting feeling. So well, thank you. I very much appreciate that. That is, um, that is lovely to hear and certainly with an audience that is lovely to hear. Thank you. So let's talk about It Takes Two. First, tell us what inspired you to start this program when you did. I really appreciate you bringing this up and, and asking me to be on because uh, it, it's one of the things I'm most proud of. And, and it's actually become, and you know this, it's sort of become a, a, a semi-annual event because we did a lighter version of it during Elul and Tishrei. Right. We didn't really do interviews at that time uh, about the whole thing, but last, last year at this time we did. And you know, it's funny. You'd think there are enough chesed initiatives out there. And there is a lot of chesed being done. A lot of stucca being given. A lot of chesed being done on every type of level. And, you know, you'd think that basically the whole topic has been covered, or at least we're, mm -hmm. you know, we've encouraged everybody sufficiently uh, to get involved, especially during holiday time. But I just felt last year that there, was, there were a couple of things missing from our community's efforts when it comes to doing chesed. Number one, I felt that people really want to do things for others and just don't know what to do. Mm. They don't have any good suggestions. They don't know, you know, tell me what to do and I will, you know, uh, just give me a practical. They don't know what's available. To them. Yeah, they just yeah. give me a practical way of, of being involved. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, you know, I, 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 I feel that there's this, a concept that has infiltrated 
the the kindness of the United States called Pay It Forward. Mm. And Pay It Forward's wonderful, but often Pay It Forward doesn't happen for many months or years later. Right. You know, depending on circumstances, people are like, oh, I remember the favor that this mm. person did for my family, you know, 30 years ago. I now have to do this because someone approached me, especially with the whole Ukraine thing. You know, people are, I'm sure, thinking along those way, that, along those lines. And I said to myself, no, it can't, we can't rely anymore on you know, what's going to be happening months or years from now. The moment someone does something for you, you, I'm saying this, you know, not as a bit, you and I and everybody. Right, ubiquitously. Yeah, ha- yeah, has to start thinking about what they could do immediately to duplicate what has just been done for them. And I, I felt that it was really important. That's why the It Takes Two you know, really took off because it is those two parts of it. Right. That you know make it so uh, make it work, make it so important. So the second part, the whole it takes two and doing things immediately, I think is clear to everybody. But on the first one, I just felt that there was a need to give people practical suggestions. Oh, what can I do now? Home? I don't know any poor people. I don't. You know, like there's always an excuse, and I say that in the nicest of ways. But but, and I don't know why I've latched onto these, but there's a list that I put together of eight things that I concentrated on last Nissan um, that I feel are really good ways for people to get involved in a project like this. And it probably all started with the first initiative that I ever had when it came to uh, holiday time, which was to purchase Great Adventure, Six mm. Flags tickets, uh, give them to NCSY, and let them send you know five, right. eight, ten people who cannot afford tickets to have an amazing Colomoy day because there's nothing worse oh. in 2022 yep. than to have downtime uh, even if it's Holomoid for a kid. All Correct. right. So that's where it started. And then, you know, for some reason, I don't know why I, I was so into this, paying for someone's dry cleaning bill, even if they're not poor, just as a gesture, you know, going to your own dry cleaner and saying, you know, I have a neighbor that uses dry cleaner. I want to pay that bill. Or my favorite, 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 favorite one is the weeks before Pesach. Arrange for a family. It does not have to be a poor family, but it would be wonderful if it would be because you'd be helping out people who really need it. But arrange for large families to get pizza pies delivered to their home on Wednesday and Thursday of Pesach week. Because people, families are going to be desperate this year with the Seder Friday night. They're going to be desperate all week long what to do, especially if they want to turn their kitchens over quickly and get everything separated quickly. So, So choose someone in your neighborhood. Who has three, four, five, six kids, poor or not poor? Right. Choose somebody and, and, and arrange with the pizza shop that they're going to be delivering on those two key nights dinner to this person's home. It's, it's going to change the whole 100%. atmosphere of what's going on. So for some reason, I've really gravitated to those two, but I, I've got an entire list of stuff. You know, it's funny because you keep bringing up the word practical. And I think that's such an important aspect of the It Takes Two project. But in general, I think that when you ask somebody, what can I do to help? It's so vague, it doesn't sound sincere. Mm. And that's a problem. I have a friend who specifically says, what kind of practical help can I give you? And when you put the word practical in there, it totally frames the question differently. It's not an it's not an extra word. It's an essential word in framing this question. It's not what can I do to help. It's what can I practically do to help? What practical help can I give you? And then you have somebody thinking in a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's so important here. When someone says, can I pick your kids up from school? 
which today I don't even know if you're allowed to do that. Like, yeah, you know? who knows? But if someone says, you know, can I pick your kids? So you start thinking, first of all, that might be a big help. Oh. I don't have to leave the house to go pick up my kids, number one. That'd be a big help. And number two, as you just said, what an important point. It leads one to think, wait, maybe there are practical ways that Correct. I could reach out and ask for help from somebody. There's a family in the five towns who just had a terrible tragedy. There's, I, I, I told you about this um, the other day. Hafter lost an eighth grader. Right. Um, she succumbed to her illness. She had been suffering with cancer for a while. I did not realize until the other day that her mother had given birth just last week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it is an absolute horror. She has, an, she has a four-day-old, five-day-old baby, and she buries another child. Um, and they're asking for diapers. Right. They're asking for diapers and onesies, and they're and they're telling people exactly where to drop them off. They're not saying drop off any baby items you have. They're specifically saying we need diapers. The family is sitting shiva. We need diapers right now, and that to me is even if you don't know the family, and frankly I don't, and I my heart breaks for them. Mm-hmm. But at least I know I can give them diapers. I can be of practical help to someone else. What a wonderful opportunity that is. Heaven forbid anyone should be going through what they're going through. Just absolutely tragic and, and, and unfathomable. But at least other people know, even if you don't know this family, there's something practical you can do. The other thing that people have, have sent out is this, this family has a baby registry at Bye Bye Baby. Mm. You want to be practically helpful? Go take one item off their list. That's right. One item will make a difference. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if somebody bought them ten tubes of Desident? Like <laughs> that'll just, last a while, right? Just buy, just buy something that they need. You want to be of help. There are practical ways to help people, and I think that with it takes two, it's not giving to a massive organization where you don't know where your funds are going to, and you trust the people behind yeah, the organization. Sure, it's worthy. You, exactly, you're helping one person to the other. And uh, this may be a bad example for the attacks too, because I don't expect a mother in this situation to actually start thinking about what to do for someone else. But, but it, in general, if if someone leaves a bottle of wine, even a four dollar bottle oh, of yeah. wine, on your doorknob at some point between now and Pesach, and just wishes you a wonderful seder, or if somebody drops off some books because they know that Yuntif may mm. be a little lonely for you, your kids are away, right. or you know it's a long Yuntif two days, etc., or some games for kids, right? Some new game. What's the better feeling for a kid to have a new game instead of the you know pulling out of the closet? Well, if to- you're my kid, you don't want to see Scrabble anymore. But yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> don't uh, gift them Scrabble and candy for Yuntif. Uh. Someone says to me yesterday that the candy they wanted to buy was six ninety nine a oh, box. Gosh. And I'm like, could you imagine if you take, you know, four boxes worth and drop it off at somebody's house and now they know that every afternoon of Yuntif there'll be something for the kids to enjoy. So if, if someone does that, then think of a practical way, even if it doesn't cost a lot of money, think of a practical way to do that for somebody else, to include someone else in an act of kindness that you have in mind. Gift cards are such a great yes. idea. Supermarket gift cards oh. can save someone's life How about matzo? before Pesach. Matzo, right of course. Now? Yeah. Well, I just had this conversation with somebody. A non-Jew at Cross River says to me just the other day, "Do you know how? Do you know what country is one of the greatest exporters of wheat?" I said, "You bet right. I do. It's right. the Ukraine." And he said, "And feed for for the for the animals." Correct. That crazy article. Right. I told him about that. So he says to me, "I'm so sorry." I said, "You're so sorry." He goes, "What are you going to do without matzah?" I mean, 
talk about the sensitivity one person to another. And I said to him, well, I really appreciate that. Um, we're going to eat matzo no matter what. It's just going to cost us an arm and a leg. Right. Gas. Could you imagine buying somebody a gift card for oh gas right now? Oh, my gosh. At least, are you kidding? Spend a couple hundred bucks and give them half a tank of gas? Correct. Exactly. That'd 500 bucks towards your tank of gas. Yeah. All these ideas are practical and and helpful and meaningful to someone else. And by the way, let's let's also point out is the other person doesn't have to know who it came from. Right. That's true. They don't. If you're not comfortable. Right. Anonymity is fun sometimes. Right. Exactly. But I'm not even going there. Like, no, I mean, no, no. I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, just, you know, don't make it complicated if you don't want to. Just just drop it off and, you know, and close a card and thought this would be helpful to you. You know, okay. and that's Just sort of help someone else. Yeah. Just help someone else. So why do you call it It Takes Two? Well, again, I think that there's a... The only way to keep a concept like this going, the only way to you know really cause a chain reaction, a domino effect, is if the person who's being affected by that four dollar bottle of wine or that twenty dollar you know uh, pizza pie or the five hundred dollar gift card, you know does something to you know inspires them to continue this chain of mm. kindness. So that's why I say it takes two because I want the the first exchange to go nicely, but I want a second exchange to go nicely also, even if you're only spending. Even if you're spending zero, you right. may be spending zero. Just call someone before Yuntif and you know offer X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be. Um, there's so much. There's so many practical. You know, I have a list of eight. I told you. There's so many practical things. And last year, pre Pesach, not pre Rosh Hashanah, but pre Pesach, I interviewed a number of people. Who, uh, including yourself, by the way, you were on the list, and, yes. and hopefully you'll be on the list again this year. I look forward. I I I I, I interviewed a number of people who, as we were doing the interview. Stuff came to mind oh. as we were doing the interview. Like you know, these right. these practical things came to mind. And I told you last year, someone showed up in my home, Badika's Chametz night with a bottle of wine. Right. They drove miles just because they felt after all the effort we had made here to get people to focus on this, they have to they have to do something Amazing. nice. Which I was, remember that. Which was oh, re- I'm so happy you reminded me of that. Yeah, which was really cool. And uh, and then to hear from people who admit to me that they never would have done anything. But then they realize that pizza idea is so great. It's going to put smiles on so many people's faces. Plus, a lot of people like supporting their local pizza shop yes. that's about to be closed for a week. Right? They're going to lose a week of revenue. And by the way, their prices have gone up also. Of course. Right. Like it, it, of exactly. There's a chain reaction here. So while, while many people would turn away from buying pizza, embrace buying pizza. Yep. You're helping on both sides of it. You're literally taking two. That's right. You're helping two different families, two different people at the same time, both by supporting your local you know, proprietors and by having the, that p- pizza sent to a family who could use it. No question about it. And it's a, uh, and, and it, just, it not only puts smiles on the faces, it gives the parents a sense of relief. Right. Because I, I, look, I remember this as a kid and I remember it as an adult. And I'm using this year's calendar. The Wednesday night and Thursday night meals are tension. Yes. They are pre- forget about whether someone has money or doesn't have money. It's tension. It's pressure. It, there are long lines. Yeah. The deliveries uh, can take forever. Yeah. The kids are anxious. Right. They haven't eaten as much as they would be on a typical day off because nobody has time to Correct. prepare stuff. So it just goes such a long way. And I. I hope people take these ideas and just implement them. I hope so as well. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I'm joined by Nachum Siegel himself, and we are discussing the It Takes Two Chesed Project. It launched a year ago, which we can still consider in the middle of COVID, right? No, oh, it was in the middle of COVID. It right. was in the middle of COVID, and now we are on year two. We're not going to call it, you know, <laughs> biannual. We're going to call it 
annual because this is like, you know, right. this well, is this, the real anniversary. This Pesach one is definitely annual. I like the fact that we've incorporated a, a Rosh Hashanah Sukkot element to it as well. In fact, during that one, you may recall, uh, you had one of the Israeli soldiers uh, l- tell us how we could provide love minestrogan yes. for Israeli soldiers. So, you know, we came up with ideas then as well, a little bit different, obviously, right. a little bit different. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done out there. And if we could just use this initiative to give practical suggestions to people, then it's a big win, in my opinion, because I think they'll they'll follow along. Look what happened with, with Six Flags. With yes, six, oh I'm my do- gosh. I'm, for 20 years, I, I don't know how this idea popped <laughs> into my head. I really don't know how it popped into my head. But, tw- but God knows how many years ago it popped into my head. And now people are excited about just buying 10 tickets, right. you know, and giving it to NCSY. Because, again, I'm not saying it's the most important thing in the world, but when you can prevent a teenager from having downtime mm, these days yep. and instead, you know, getting together with friends and Correct. having a good time. In a safe environment. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a big win for everybody. A hundred percent. And by the way, there are other opportunities like that that are out there. We've, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. There are opportunities that exist on so many levels, but the point is to do it. The point is to do it, and more importantly, the point is to do it in a practical manner. You know, I may add this to the list now because you just gave me an idea. What did I say? That there are people, there, there are Cholamoid concerts that are coming yes. back because, why are they coming back? Because we're post, well, whatever we are with COVID. But they're coming back in COVID. person. COVID, what's COVID? And yeah. it would be amazing if people out there who can afford it would buy 10 tickets, find a family on their block who literally can use them, and give it to them as a gift. That would be incredible. Ellie Gerstner mm-hmm. has concerts coming up during Cholamoid. Right. Could you imagine if people bought tickets and then gave them to links right. to the other oh, organization? Well, that, see, now we're okay, now we're introducing a whole different right. ball game. I'm here. just saying. Right, because that organization would know who who it should go exactly. to. Exactly. Like are, we do with NCSY. Right. And, there are and plenty of opportunities right. out there. The I, I think that what, what people you know, people find I don't want to say daunting, because people in general want to be good. I really believe that. People in general want to be helpful. Right. Right? They feel they don't know how to. Exactly. So these practical ideas. And by the way, this is not a pitch to send donations to Nahum for him to do this for you. By the way. No, no, no. Not only that, we're not pitching for anybody. Correct. We're not asking for a dollar for any organization or any We're inspiring you. Correct. We are inspiring you. Now, how shocked are you, by the way? I know people have asked you about the... um, about whether or not you were going to be restarting this right. campaign the second year. How shocked are you that people were looking forward to it? Yeah, it's funny. And, and, and frankly, there were people who reminded me about aspects of the campaign that I had forgotten, oh. which made <laughs> me go back and spend some really good quality time researching what we did last year. Mm. I listened to some of the interviews. I, I went back to see who was on the list of interviews. And I went to see what we named each one each of these uh, initiatives during the you know in, in each of the news stories that we did for, with each guest. And yeah, it's 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 wonderful. It's wonderful that people remember it. It's wonderful that it made an impact on folks. And uh, I know that at least one person that I know is actually going to get, be getting up in his synagogue and speaking about this mm. initiative. So it's not just me, you know, asking the thousands of people who are listening to consider, you know, this type of preemptive activity. There are going to be others who are going to be out there. You know, suggesting to their own congregation, their own circle of friends, their their different organizations and groups to do the same thing, which is just, you know, who could ask for anything more? Exactly. And I, I have to give you a tremendous amount of credit because as a major community leader, you didn't stop thinking of initiatives during COVID. <laughs> you just thought of more and more initiatives we during COVID. Lot. We really we really did. But it we was at your it, it was at your inspiration, it was at your leadership. 
And and that's not something to that's not something to overlook because this wasn't the only thing that you I'm going to say it this way pulled off during COVID. By no stretch of the imagination was this the only thing that you did. You had a vision, you had a plan, and most importantly about this plan is it's simple. There are so many yeah. right. There are so yeah. many projects that get buried under complexity and paperwork and paperwork <laughs> and too many cooks and all this other stuff that they never get off the ground. This is simple. It is imploring you, the listener, to do something practically helpful to someone else. Look, a lot of people like the fact that we're grassroots here and anti-establishment. Anti is the wrong word, but you know what I mean right. by that. And look, Sans establishment. And look, this is what works. This is right. what works. And, you know, and we take great pride in that. And, uh, and it's a pleasure to be, to be at the helm, frankly. Well, It Takes Two was a successful project last year. Please, God, it'll be a successful project and wonderful endeavor again this year. Some would argue it already is. Some would. Many would argue it already is. Yeah. And we highly encourage you to share your stories of how you took two, how you helped someone else and how they hopefully in turn help someone else as well. You can email Nahum at Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. You can email me, Miriam at NahumSiegel.com. We want to hear your stories because remember, your stories will help inspire other people to do good as well and hopefully give them new ideas as well of how to be practically helpful to someone else. And you can comment on the app during the campaign between now and Pesach. And um, I I would say that what you just said is the most important thing. If someone has an idea that fits into this motif that we've described, these types of ideas, pizza, dry Mm. cleaning, et cetera, tickets, (laughs) et cetera. Tell us. Let us know. Yeah. Because if it's a good one, we certainly want to include it on the list. And... We want to credit you with it. That's right. Nahum, thank you very much. Thank you very much. This was great. Thank you. And again, kola kavod. Tadaraba. Thank you. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. The afternoon continues with a full day of programming. The Thursday Live lunch begins in just a few moments. Throwback Thursday at 1 p.m. And the Encore of Jam Rewind at 4 p.m. The Arab Shabbos Show, hosted by Mark Samick, brought to you by our friends at Kedem at 7 p.m. this evening. Join Nahum tomorrow morning as he hosts Jam in the a.m. 6 a.m., and 7.40, yeah, Malcolm Holtline, please God, joining Nahum 7.40 in the morning with, of course, the weekly update. Trust me, there's no limit to what they're going to be talking about this week. Unfortunately, the conversation could be endless. Not, not as a criticism, but there's just a lot to talk about. And then, full day of programming on Friday. Thir- uh, sorry, uh, Matze Shabbos, don't forget... Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull, 9 p.m. Matzis hosts JM Sunday, Sunday morning at 7 a.m. And again, the Five Towns Community Clothing Drive, hosted by Yad Lea at SKA, starting at 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Pre-registration is required, israeldrive.org. Today, I leave you with Hakol Od Efshari by Akiva. I listen to this song all the time. Listen to the lyrics. They are amazing. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. יום בהיר נמתח בשיפולי מזרח אתה פוקח את העיניים הטרוטות מסיר את האבק מנקה לאט בשקט מחשבות ישנות עולות געגוע בלתי מוסבר לחופש קוראת לך ארץ רחוקה הכל עוד אפשרי אם רק תבחר להשיב את עצמך 
ממצולות הים, את הזמן שעבר, את החלום שנמוג בין הסערה. אתה מתחיל לרקוד על Thank <laughs> you. 